pack a basket, lay out a blanket, and pop in your favorite Nick Cage film. Because it's time for the picnic. I'm Christian. And I'm Connor. And this week, we are going to be watching Next, the 2007's Next, Next. (laughs) the classic in which Nick Cage plays a magician in, guess what city he's in? Just take a guess. Take a a gander. Pause the podcast, take a guess, and then uh, come back. Well, five, four, three, two, one. Las Vegas. It's Las Vegas. It's going to say Atlantic City. Oh, it's Las Vegas. Ah, the Atlantic City of the West, as it was first called. (laughs) Well, this is a good one, so let's just get right into this. Yeah, we enjoyed this movie. Well, I was thoroughly entertained. Yeah, by it. <laughs> we were entertained by this movie. is a is a more apropos statement. Also, there's like a twenty five percent chance you'll actually hear this, or because it'll probably just stop recording halfway through. Uh, we've had a lot of fucking recording problems. Not gonna lie, we're on a cold streak here. Yeah, first two. Yeah. Was, all right, this one. The, the last two. The last two. The last two were bad. The last two were good, and then they were just cut off. So, we're going to try to make this one count. Let's get started. <laughs> do you need to do that? <laughs> so like my, a requirement? motto. <laughs> How do you spell <laughs> that? P-F-F-F-T-B-P-P. There's a silent O. <laughs> T. Oh, there's a long introduction on this one. It's okay. It's like not even started yet. There's just a long. At least the producers were pretty cool looking. Revolution Studios and IFG. Putting these lines through the words. Yeah, I I think it was IFC, but it was I. I thought it was IFG. I mean, uh, Oh. Julianne Julian fucking Moore. Fucking Moore is in this movie. <laughs> Jessica Biel. Jessica oh my Biel god, I forgot also. Jessica Biel's in it. Ah, uh, Thomas Crutchman. Ah, uh, Tori Kittles. <laughs> Tori Kittles. Did you guys ever... Peter wa- Falk? Whoa, Peter Falk is in this movie? Yeah. I didn't know That's that. That's why his name is in the <laughs> opening credits. Yeah, but I... I look, It'd I said it out of surprise. if he wasn't in the movie surprise. and his name was in the opening credits. Can I use your Twizzler to pop open my monster? Do you think that's going to work? I think it will. I've opened it with less. Um, your hands? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Speaking of Jessica Biel, did either of you ever watch 7th Heaven? Mm. No. It was a terrible TV show. Oh. But I love it. Okay. I was gonna say that that's a good conversation <laughs> it's, No, starter. it's one of those. <laughs> Um, you ever watch this? I hated it. <laughs> I watch. I used to watch it with my sister when I was younger, and it was basically the premise was it was a minister who had seven kids. Uh, hence the name Seven Heaven. Oh. But there were all these weird, like moral, like every single episode had a moral lesson, but they got they were weirdly, needlessly dramatic. Like Connor's being <laughs> trying to open Ow, this fucking it's soda. Slipping. I got it, but it okay. slipped and now it's oh, wet. Oh, no, now it's wet on oh, my rug. Oh, the, the beverage is wet. Oh, Damn wet it. beverage, wet <laughs> beverage. 
So we open with Nick Cage sporting more hair than usual for his late career films. Uh, is this late career? This is like 10 years ago. This is 2007. It's 10 years ago. It's later. I mean, he started in the 80s. Yeah, it's pretty late in his career, man. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. I mean, he's not dead yet, but he may as well be. <laughs> Ooh. Ouch. Don't you ever say that about me. I'm kidding. kidding. We're all going to the same place, kids. Where? Underground. Oh. <laughs> yeah, great. Yeah. Oh, you you guys were so coordinated on that one. Because we both know about death. Yeah, kind of not really. <laughs> on the same page. <laughs> Spoiler alert, guys. Uh, if you're going to watch the movie, we suggest watching the movie first and then listening to this podcast. All right, so we find out that Nicolas Cage is a, uh, a, a illusionist. magician. An illusionist. Who, Frank Cadillac. Not, not a very um, successful one. He's playing like half-empty... Uh, oh, doves. He's playing like half-empty uh, rooms in Vegas and... Only a couple people are clapping. One of them being Julianne Moore. What? <laughs> How many people here from the Orient? Is that racist? Yes. Okay. It definitely yeah, is. Yeah, because then the front two people are Asian. Even if they weren't, though. I just think using the term Orient. Oh, Orient is definitely yeah. a, a past term. It shouldn't should be. Not there, be. There's used. nothing inherently racist about it, but we've all decided that it is. So he. Well, I don't know about the Orient. I think Oriental definitely racist. But just there's no reason to say the Orient. Like Oriental, isn't that how you describe a Christmas tree? <laughs> but like, there's... oh, that's ornamental. <laughs> <laughs> Like, there's nothing wrong with saying the Orient, but if you say the Orient, that means you probably also say Oriental. So like, And then Oriental is racist? Yeah, so if you say the Orient, like, oh, that guy's racist. Okay. Yeah, I got you. Cool. That makes sense. Because, like, how many of our view- listeners, or how many of our <gasps> blog viewers were in China? Wait, she's woman with necklace. That's Alice Kim Cage. Oh. Oh. So there's a woman in this They're movie. Related. In the credits, named Alice Kim Cage. And Nicholas Cage's last name is Cage. And his Nicholas middle Cage's name. Cage's middle name is Kim. So what? She could be a daughter. Could be a babe. Is Nick Cage married? Oh my God! His middle name is Kim. I yeah. know. I you, didn't know that. You think I didn't know Nicholas Cage? No, he never said that. When did know. he say Mia doesn't know this? He said <laughs> I didn't know that. No, he looked it up on the Wikipedia page and said his middle name is Kim. Although he did, as though he didn't believe me when I said it. Because yes, it was unbelievable. <laughs> So, uh, the budget we have for this film is $78.1 million. What? They spent that to make it? $78.1 million. So, is this, like, one of the studio's big tentpoles for the year? I think so. Were they, like, really betting because big on this coming through? the box office for it was, was $76.1 million. Oh. Really? So, they only fell $2 million short. But usually so half of that goes to... necessarily flop. Well, but. usually, keep in mind, you gotta divide that by two, because half of it goes to the theaters. So, Guys. they need to double their double it just to break even so guys, oh, really? yeah oh so it was kind of guys mm-hmm. the woman girl with necklace that's his wife oh alice kim cage alice kim cage is his wife wow all right i was right in saying they weren't related but thank god it's not a case of accidental incest oh! all right wow Ooh, they look so wrong together okay it's 2017 interracial couples are a thing and they're beautiful <laughs> <laughs> No, she looks like a beautiful cartoon woman. And he's a and handsome he, cartoon man. No, he looks like a like a rough sketch <laughs> that someone tried to be really realistic with the face. 
But then once they got to the hair, they were just kind of lazy. All right. Is he dying his hair in this picture? Probably. He has, it's so black. I'm really looking forward to aging and having my hair go gray and have like 10 years of being white. And then when I turn 75, just dye it jet black that day and hope nobody notices. Also, I'm blonde for those who don't know me. All right. So uh, the first major scene in the movie is oh, that... Oh, wait, uh, wait. Let's... Can we explain the whole thing of it? I don't think we explained it. it. We've given them nothing. Yeah. So... Right. so I gave them the budget. So <laughs> you guys are <laughs> So Nick Cage is a magician um, in Las Vegas, but... The twist here is that he's actually legit. Um, he can see two minutes into the future. Uh, he knows what's going to happen. And then he sort of rewinds and does the moment over again, if that makes sense. So he kind of lives sees, the moment twice. Yeah, he lives the moment that's two minutes that that will happen. And then if he... Uh, he lives what could be, he and then he takes yeah. it back and lives what he wants it to be. So he can and watch he can different outcomes. It. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and in this main first scene, he has stopped a gunman from robbing the casino he is in, and now he is, uh, and but he essentially like beat the guy up. He, he was found with the gun in his hand that he took away from the guy, so everybody thought that he was the gunman to begin with. But he has narrowly escaped the police inside. Yeah, it was and such a smooth escape. It was really, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I, I like that whole scene. No, yeah. <laughs> he's like, camera angles and everything. He's like very, human butter. Now there's a car chase. It was very um, Ocean's Eleven mm-hmm. in the, the smoothness of that escape. Wish I've seen Ocean's Eleven. Oh, you haven't? You haven't seen Ocean's Eleven? Oh, it's Eleven? so good. Nope. You see the the <laughs> remake oh, is better than re- the original, but you, you've, Dude, it's so good. That's a really good movie I've seen that you have. Really? Yeah. I didn't know they did a remake of Ocean's With Eleven. George Clooney and Brad Pitt and uh, Matt Damon. That was a remake? No, the original yeah. was with, like Sinatra and Dean Martin in the 60s. What? The rat, yeah. The Rat Pack. What yeah. the fuck? How did I not... Dad! <laughs> did you not show that to me? He just pops out of your backpack. He's like, what? <laughs> you shrank him so he could come to college with you? <laughs> no. Okay. The film opened at number three in the U.S. box office, grossing 7.1 million in t- over 2,000 theaters, almost 3,000 theaters, in its opening weekend. Oh yeah, they they wanted more than that. <laughs> yeah, it grossed a total in its eight-week run in the U.S. It grossed a total of 18 million dollars and has a combined worldwide gross of 76 million. Compared to other films based on Philip K. Dick stories, oh, I guess it's based on a story. Yeah. Philip K. Dick. I know him. That can't be. That Stop. <laughs> he, um, wrote, he wrote um, Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep? Which was the inspiration for Blade Runner. He also wrote Blade Runner and Total Recall. Oh. It did less... Okay, so next, grossed less than Minority Report, Total Recall, Paycheck, and Blade Runner. And performed a little better than Imposter, Screamers, and A Scanner Darkly? Yeah. There's someone there. I waved to. I don't know who it is. Why? Because he was looking in the window. Am I going to be antisocial? Yes, because he's a stranger. He Christian. waved back. Don't. <laughs> now he's going to come over here and knock on Mia's door, and we're going to be frightened. <laughs> well, no, because we're going to know he's coming. We won't be inconvenienced. We won't be frightened. <laughs> be frightened. I'd be if frightened I was... if I was right. <laughs> I'd be frightened if he was able to find out specifically what room I was in. Yeah. There he is. <laughs> <laughs> Go away, please. 
Sister All right, good. He's gone. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, Philip K. Dick wrote The Man in High Castle? Uh, yeah. I should have brought my Chinese food. Oh. That's what I have in <laughs> you my fool. fridge. You fool. You fool. Go get some Chinese food after this. <gasps> do you want to? I do. Yeah. Football. Mia. Why do you keep saying football? Because it's a good thing, and when I'm happy, I say football. <laughs> I didn't even question it when you texted me tonight. You were like, football. Not even ex- exclamation point or anything. Yeah. I was like, I guess that's just Christian's way of saying okay. Oh, have you not? Have you never noticed that? No, you well, never I started said that, that in eighth grade. What? You never yes. said that around we've, any of we've us. We've known you for a year and a half. And you've, you've never, never said, said football as affirmation to anything. <laughs> Oh. All right. Well, All we'll right. have this conversation later. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, not in front of the kids. Not in front of the kids. So Julie Ann Moore, we find out, is now is part of the police force that have been trying to look for. She works Nick for Cage. the government. She works for the gov, and now they that sell out. They think she. <laughs> they think Nick Cage has a uh, has a special talent, an exploitable skill. They think he's really good at juggling, and they want to hire him for for, <laughs> for the, the FBI Christmas party. <laughs> Just wait. The conferences. <laughs> <laughs> they want him to go stand on stage and vape while like the FBI director gives his speeches to keep the audience entertained. This is the fifth Nick Cage movie that Nick Cage smokes in, by the way. So we are five for five so far. <laughs> yeah. I really hope somebody smokes in the Crudes. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's what's gonna ruin it. Yeah. Those animated features. Yeah. God damn it. What animated features Nick. do you have besides the Crudes? Ant bully. He was in that? Yeah. What? Was he yeah. the ant or the bully? I hope both. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he did a, an Eddie Murphy Big Mama's House situation. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe it's just a movie about a guy who's really mean to his mom's sister. He's <laughs> like, hey, you're fat and you're 40 and you're not married yet, so... Oh. <laughs> Deborah, keep your kid in check. And, like, that would be mean. However, my husband's in the room, so it doesn't have that much effect. Do we have anybody in this group whose birthday is April 25th? All right, that just seemed like a day that we should have a birthday with. If anybody out there has the uh, birthday April 25th, happy birthday! What? (laughs) (laughs) Next was released in 2007 on your birthday. Congratulations. You were born the same day as this Nick Cage gem. What? Okay. Shush. <laughs> oh, that, that was the guy. He came over and he. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fifteen gifts that prove that prove next is Nicolas Cage's greatest cinematic triumph. What publication? Interesting. This is from Screen Crush. And they did it in gifts. Oh yeah, they did. Because that proves that. Okay. So if you're listening to this, <laughs> how you're doing? It's Friday night. You're listening to the audio of us looking at gifts. <laughs> That are not playing correctly. Go get laid. <laughs> hey, are some sh- people are ugly, Connor. Aww. Don't be insensitive. They I'm sorry, sleep ugly with people. With other ugly people, it's not hard. No one wants to sleep with an ugly person. Because then they won't be hard. But maybe they're not ugly to them. Maybe they're really funny. <laughs> funny looking. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jessica Beale just walked in, and she's a fucking dreamboat. She is gorgeous in this. Just in this. She's hideous everywhere else. Uh, yeah. Have you seen her other movies? 
Neither have I. Because <laughs> she's so ugly. <laughs> she should get laid with all the other ugly people. <laughs> Is she still married to Justin Timberlake? Yeah. Oh, that's nice. It's really cute. I saw her on the James Fallon show recently, talking about when they went on a double vacation. The James Fallon show. <laughs> yeah. I'm a formal guy. I'm old school. So Nick Cage, for some reason, thinks that Jessica Biel is within his league, and he's trying to figure out how to approach her. Which he, this this whole the, two minutes in advance thing comes really in real him. handy. However, I wish the filmmakers would like limit it to three. This show has like eight outcome, <laughs> like eight versions of limit him getting rejected. Because oh. comedy comes in threes. What do you mean? Limit it to three minutes? No, like three times when oh. he like because there's just so like, many versions of him going up to her and getting rejected. Mm-hmm. See, like you'd think it would be over by now, but it is still going. No, this is a no, different this one. Is real. This well, no, because he, he's imagining is... how he's gonna go up and like. No, this is real time. And then once he sees this guy, then that's when he starts it again. And he yeah, yeah, the that's next when, two yeah. So like we're not done with that yet. Yes. But this also shows the different ways he that his power works. He plays a dick in something else, but I can't think of what. He he. It, this whole scene shows like what his powers can do and what he can see with Correct. his powers and stuff. So that's that's a good. There we go. Part of this scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, the diner that this is taking place in in the movie was also the diner in XXX, two thousand two with Vin Diesel. Oh, playing Xander Cage. Yes. So Nick Cage finally determined that the best way to win this girl's heart was to allow himself to be beat up by her fiancé, or by the man who was with her. Kendall. Kendall. That's his name. Oh. Like the Jenner. Oh, that's cool. What'd you say? What? Oh, that's cool. (laughs) Throughout most of the film, Cage wears a gold jacket. This is a nod to the original. Yes. This is a nod to the original Philip K. Dick story, The Golden Man, upon which the film is based. Oh. So it's not based on the film next. It's based on the book. It's not based on the book next. It's based on the book The Golden Man. Mm. Which is based off the James Bond film, <laughs> The Man with a Golden Gun. Which, which in is turn, based on the James Bond book. Goldfinger. The, which is based on the candy bar Butterfinger. Which is based on <laughs> the food I can't believe it's not butter. Which is based on the turkey brand Butterball. Which is based on the American classic sport Baseball. Which is based on the American classic film Balls of Fury. Which is based on the other American classic film starring Jonah Hill Moneyball. Or as we like to call it, Moolah Ball. That was a reference to a bring podcast. Bring it back. <laughs> bring it back to something that they never heard. Well, <laughs> well, all they have to know is that was in the podcast before this, and it will never be heard because it got lost. Sad. Connor, Sad. Did we show you that uh, pamphlet from the that we found on the train last night? No, I don't know where it is. Great. Okay, so last night, riding the train. Uh, which probably clear based on what I said previously. We found this pamphlet that was about the rapture, and it was talking about all these bad things that are gonna happen and how the world is gonna reek of the stench of dying aquatic life. Yeah, uh, it, was really it was so specific. specific. But there was all these headlines, and they were framed like Trump tweets. Yeah. Well, <laughs> oh, look, God. half of them were framed like Trump tweets, and then it they changed, mm-hmm. so they were framed in like a Socratic format. 
Yes. I'm saying those were the Trump ones. It oh, would be like, yeah. oh, will yeah. the rapture affect me? Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> what was it like? Why? Because Jesus said so. Yeah, and then underneath it in the script said, Jesus would not lie about this. <laughs> and then they gave a quote from the Bible written by John, not fucking Jesus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's why I converted to Judaism last night. That's ironic. Yeah. They're already making tons of jokes down at the synagogue. All right, so (laughs) Nick Cage and Jessica Biel are now spending the day at her cabin on the canyon. They're on the lam. Why is she with him again? Yeah, why? They've known each other for one day, and she's taking him to a cabin? She has terrible judgment. Yeah, he could murder her. A man with that haircut is not going to be someone you want to be alone with. He I could mean, be very nice, but he's not stable. He is an illusionist. Does that is that supposed to help? It helps his hair. How? Do you remember the incredible Burt Wonderstone? Oh, of no. course. I just rewatched that very recently. <laughs> I, I it made me so mad that movie got bad reviews. I love it. Oh, I hate this bit. Oh. <laughs> oh God, yeah. So, all right. I, I guess we kind of. We kind of dropped the ball here. We don't know why Nick Cage and Jessica Biel are at her place now. <laughs> this is her second time watching but, it. But I think he likes you. Yeah. Why would you say that? But now she's talking to a bunch of, like, children. <laughs> oh, my God. And they're asking, like, is he your boyfriend? And she's like, why would you say that? The kid's like, because of the way he looks at you. And then we get a there's, flash there's of... There's a cut to Nick Cage's face. Just doing, like, a, by Mike, himself. a Michael Keaton smile. Yeah. <laughs> that kind of, like... Like a Michael Keaton smile, but if Michael Keaton was looking directly at the sun. Yeah. Like... <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, it's kind of rough. So, anyway, back to Bert, The Incredible Burt Wonderstone. I <laughs> love that movie. <laughs> Although most of the film was shot in HD with Panavision Genesis cameras, about a week of shooting was done on 35mm film because the, loca- because the location was forecast to be over 110 degrees Fahrenheit, and the filmmakers were concerned that the relatively new and under-tested Genesis would overheat and fail. So they just edited in a little bit of film footage into all this digital? It's gonna- That's mine. Yes, they did, Christian. It's got to look so weird. <laughs> well, we didn't notice it. Well, we were, we didn't even notice why they were together. We, we clearly were not at the top of our game watching this. No, we did make the comment at one point that this movie, even the scenes that are real, look CGI'd. So Nick Cage and Jessica Biel are now in the cabin. It's night. He's lighting Light a fire. fire. There's no need for you to sleep in the car. Oh, yeah, this is so weird. Yeah, so he's just, they're in, in a cabin. He's going to sleep in the car because he's a gentleman, I guess. But it's weird. Oh, my God, I just got that joke. What? What did he say? He says, did you hear the joke about the Zen master going to the hot dog stand? He said, I'll get one with everything. Uh... It took me the second time around to understand it. <laughs> I missed the joke the first time, but I, I get it. Next <laughs> has just so many layers to it that you, mm. you can't begin to process it until the third viewing. There's like ketchup, mustard, relish, sauerkraut. sauerkraut. Why was sauerkraut the fourth thing that was said? 
Like, you understood that I was going there, but I just, like, ran out of hot dog <laughs> toppings immediately. <laughs> um, so, J- Julian Moore still on the lookout for Nick Cage, and I guess they found him. They know where he is in the vicinity. So now they're coming after him. And this is going to be a fun chase scene. The people who are up. coming after him are the the good guys. Oh, my God, he's on Ozark. He oh. also plays an FBI agent on Ozark. No, that's Jason Bateman. No, Jason Bateman. No, 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 no that's David Cross. <laughs> I love this. We were just thinking of a different show. Yeah, who's the guy on Mr. Show with David Cross? What's his name? Mr. Show? Mr. Bob Odenkirk. The joke was that Mia always forgets Bob Odenkirk's name. Oh. Well, I didn't know that joke, nor did our listeners. Sorry, well, listeners. I was just as aware as you were. <laughs> Sorry, Bob Odenkirk. I if hope he listens. <laughs> we love you. If you're listening, I think you're great. I just can't ever remember your name. If you're listening, your sketch show is like the biggest reason that I'm in comedy and is my biggest influence ever. Also, I bought your book and it wasn't that good, but oh, your sketch show is great. <laughs> Ouch. Your sketch show that you no longer have. He awesome. revived it on Netflix a year ago. Okay. Really? Yeah, that, that's what I was showing you guys the other night, that sketch about the, the, the judge. Judges. Yeah. Huh. So Nick Cage and Jessica Biel just banged. <laughs> good thing we didn't see it because they yeah, don't look good God. together. No, like, no. They're, well, they're, she's so beautiful, and he, and he is too beautiful Nick for Cage. her. She's <laughs> way out of her league. Seeing them together somehow makes her less attractive because you're like, oh wait, if she looks like her, and it has to be banging him. Her personality must be awful. She's <laughs> oh, she must be crazy. Oh, on the side, there's this, um, the, the Russian terrorists, terrorists who are, uh, trying to blow up Los Angeles. Oh yeah. We should just, we should mention that. We should mention that because that's what Julianne Moore is really like after Nick Cage for, because she wants to, she wants him to help her solve the Russian crisis or whatever. And, um, can you imagine how embarrassed she would be if Nick Cage did not have this ability? And, like, Los Angeles was about to be blown up, but she's spending all of her time chasing a really good magician. <laughs> oh, yeah. Spoiler alert, guys. What? No, I didn't say anything. No, I'll just say it so I can put it at the beginning. Oh, okay, cool. We are going to spoil it eventually? Yeah. Like, at the beginning, we'll just say, spoiler alert, this is the movie. <laughs> All right, hold on. I'm going to keep that last part in, but I'm also going to move mm. it to the front of the podcast. <laughs> so oh. now people hearing this now will have a good laugh. Oh, <laughs> I, I get that. <laughs> Let's see Clever. if our um, recording hasn't stopped I was yet. just... <laughs> good, we're fine. All right. Oh, cool. Football. There it is again. So Jessica Biel was just told by Julian Moore that Nick Cage is a sociopath who is using her. Which so there is no evidence for. The haircut. <laughs> 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 so she was given some drugs to put into his orange juice, and that's going to make him pass out. So she can leave. So she can get away. From this sociopath. Played by Nick Cage. and then Played... Remarkably well by Nick Cage. By Nick Almost too well. well. <laughs> I picked up on sauerkraut, but I didn't pick up 
that we were doing that in unison. <laughs> Your brain just works a little different. Yeah. So one thing that I actually think is pretty cool about this scene is that she was told that she has to... How, how She has to wait two minutes before... No, no, no. She, what? Because she's looking at the timer and wait, waiting for two minutes to go by. Uh, yeah, you know, she has to do it at least two minutes after he leaves the room because otherwise he'd be able to see it in the future that it was going to happen in two minutes. Mm-hmm. I explained that so poorly, but I promise it's cool. Yeah, that's why I just said, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I didn't really know what you were saying. I but know what I, you're getting at. I agreed. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. She's drugging his orange juice. She's drugging his orange juice. So Jessica Biel is drugging his orange juice uh, because she talked to Julianne Moore. Who's very persuasive. Yes. Oh, yeah. And Jessica Biel is kind of like, I don't know if I should do it. Should I do it? Okay, I'm going to give it to, to him. So she does, and she turns away, and then he's all affectionate. And then he turns away to go drink the OJ. She says, she no! Says, no! Don't, don't drink, drink that. that! Don't do it! It's Whispering. Drugged. It's drugged. I have no idea what I'm doing. Some federal agent came and told me to drug you. I don't know. Also, his face is completely emotionless during yeah. this scene. Because he's just listening. He's a but no, yeah. sociopath. Also, she was so moved by the not. affection that he showed her <laughs> he that she told him not to drink it. But if I thought someone was a sociopath and they just came up behind me and like put their arm around my neck and like kissed <laughs> my ear, but that, that would not make me say, oh, wait, I gotta let them live. <laughs> yeah, what, what, what evidence does she have that she should be trusting him <laughs> over the fucking FBI agent who just told her she was in the presence of a sociopath? Oh, gosh. She has never seen a, a true crime show. <laughs> Like, fucking Jessica Biel needs to put on 2020 once in a Sunday afternoon. That's the sequel. Next two, Jessica Biel watches True Crime on a Sunday afternoon. What did I say yesterday that made you spit out your drink back into the container? I don't even remember. <laughs> yeah, the fucking recording made I me wish even we know. did! It Damn was it. so funny! It was the best cast we'd we ever recorded. Uh, it was so good. And after we're done with this, we're gonna say the same thing and be like, oh man, I'm glad we recorded all that. And then we're gonna look at the tape and it's gonna be like, oh, we stopped filming at two minutes. And Sorry if we seem cynical, guys. We've just been burned before, okay? It's been a rough week. It's been a rough day. We've taken a lot of L's. Mm. Yeah. I don't want to blame the whole thing on 9-11, but it certainly did not help. Oh. <laughs> it was Monday. I know, but it was also Monday, like, what was it? Hey, comedy is tragedy plus time. 16 years ago. Yeah, tragedy, time. Comedy. And I made this <laughs> joke about the Emerson shooter, and you guys were all like, oh, that's too yeah, soon. I love that joke. Yeah, it was three minutes after that's the still fact. That's 16 years. Sorry, not Emerson shooter. Don't be worried. Boston common shooter. How that's better. Less worry. <laughs> I mean, it's not it's not us. We're safe. Yeah, don't worry. He targeted a larger group of people than just one college. <laughs> we're all good. <laughs> well, we're here, so I think that's all our audience cares about. I hope they care <laughs> about Thanks for listening. Well, consider this. If brought to you by silence. Anyone who's listening to this was not shot by the Boston shooter. Sweet. So if they died, True. they're not really our problem anymore. Uh, We're sorry for your loss, but like, come th- on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Nick Cage and Jessica Biel have known each other for about 24 hours. He just gave her an envelope with like $10,000 in it, told her to, give, he's giving her some very specific 
instructions. Well, he also proved he's legit. Like, he proved like to he, her that he can see two minutes in the future. But he, like, didn't prove that he's... Uh, he proved that he's actually in has powers. In a bit that went really, way, really, really long. <laughs> but, like, he hasn't proved that he's a nice guy, necessarily. Yeah, he still could or be a sociopath. Exactly. Look, all I'm saying is, between Julianne Moore and Nicolas Cage, I would 100% trust Julianne Moore. Yeah. More, more. So, up to now, the movie's okay. actually been pretty good. Uh, it's been really entertaining and actually so relatively believable. This is Christian's opinion. I really enjoyed this whole fight scene, uh, this whole chase scene. Okay. <laughs> So right now, sure, it's kind of cheesy with Nick Cage running down a mountain and a bunch of construction workers chasing after him. But come on, it's so good. But it's just gonna—it's gonna get more and more ridiculous as time goes on. Cause yeah, cause uh, Nick Cage almost gets shot by one of the Russian snipers, and then uh, he he sees it coming, so he like moves out of the way. So then the water tower falls down, logs are falling down, a why wagon are, train is falling why the down. Why are they in like an? In like old timey, I was out just west. Gonna, <laughs> I was just thinking that. Like, why is there a tin water tower <laughs> like and two a wagon wagons. of lo- yeah? <laughs> There's wagon wheels and barrels. Every and, and that this, old steam engine. <laughs> <and> this <laughs> fucking old steam <laughs> Did we miss this the first time too? No, I was watching. No, but like, did we not realize that it's odd that they were in an old west town? <laughs> This is just like a scene from The Swiss Family Robinson. Are you thinking of the movie 42 starring uh, Harrison Ford about Jackie Robinson? No. Oh, I love that movie. I actually never saw it. Is it good? That was really good. I love baseball. I love Harrison Ford. Yeah. All right, full disclosure, I, I never saw uh, The Incredible Burt Wonderstone. Oh, because that's <laughs> why you did not want to keep going with yeah. it. <laughs> so I was, like, was going to go through like my ten favorite jokes in the movie. <laughs> Thank you're God. Like, oh. And you're like, oh, yeah. That's why I didn't say anything yeah, after. Yeah. I'm like, because oh. I was like, uh, you were like, uh, anyway, about Burt Wonderstone. I'm like, no, I'm just going to say a fact. <laughs> we got to watch that sometime. Yeah, we should. Tonight, after our Nick Cage podcast, we plan on watching a bunch of other movies that we have not seen together. And you're not invited. <laughs> Sorry, just drowned. You okay? <laughs> I'm fine. It's okay. Comedy plus strategy equals Did, time. We can joke ooh, about it. Fun story. Did you hear right I almost on? drowned twice as a kid. Mm. I was not a good swimmer. <laughs> well, I told you because... Yeah. Well, what happened? We used to be close. Me and oh Christian. <laughs> and Christian, however, I never told because we just never talked about me drowning before. Um, yeah, I, I dr- almost drowned at a birthday party and I almost drowned at a friend's pool. Um, was there like a pool at the birthday there party? There was water, yeah. It wasn't like a punch bowl? No. <laughs> Actually, somebody filled the, the bounce house with water. and uh, <laughs> That asshole. Yeah. I was like, Mikey! And then I started... <laughs> Wait, who's this Zioquiski? Okay. Connor <laughs> thinks it's fun to make fun of my Polish heritage. I, however, am proud of it. I don't hide behind the fact that my last name is actually Zilkowski. Unless you're referring to my email address, my Facebook account, my Twitter account, or anything else in which I use my fake name, Zilko. So now we get a, uh, a, a, clockwork, a clockwork Orange style scene um, where Nick Cage is sitting watching the news. Well, what the news will be two minutes ahead of time. Basically. With a gadget on his head that keeps his eyes open. Basically the 
the they've split Nick Cage and Jessica Biel have split up. Uh, Nick Cage has been taken by the government. Julianne Moore is like using him to figure out what's gonna happen. And Jessica Biel has been taking taken hostage by the Russian terrorists. Okay. And he sees in the future that she is strapped to a bomb and then she just explodes. Okay. Is there it's any the future. Re- it hasn't happened yet. Okay, serious question. Is there any reason to have him in those things that make your eyes stay open other than the fact that it looks cool? Because could he just watch the news and blink occasionally and get the same effect? Yeah, probably. Okay. This is <laughs> this is tight writing, kids. It's tighting. They also come off really easily. Like, mm, I don't mm-hmm, think those mm-hmm. were attached to yeah, his eyelids know. at when all. When I first watched it, I'm like, the guy just kind of lifts them off of him like he was doing like an eye Like a pair exam. of glasses, yeah. Yeah, and he's just, well, boop. When in Clockwork Orange, they look much more painful. Hmm. So Nick Cage is about to be just held in a cell, but of course, since he's a, since he's a, a, an illusionist, he just asks for a cigarette, and um, then makes the cigarette go away and, and beats up every guard there is. Ooh. Jesus. He's a madman. How could he possibly have foreseen that guy running directly into... He saw two minutes into the future and he oh, knows every course. guy oh, that's I'm coming sorry. around. I'm sorry. I forgot he, his wait, whole you forgot thing. the whole plot of the movie? Yes! <laughs> what? I did it! <laughs> Sorry, guys. We've taken a lot of L's this week. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) And I think this is the worst one. (laughs) (laughs) Forgetting Nick Cage's power. (laughs) What if Nick Cage actually had that power? That'd be awesome. Do you think it would keep him from going bankrupt? Yeah. (laughs) He could have seen it happening. Like, he could have seen his... Well, His, didn't he uh, go financial advisor coming into gambling? the room by saying... No, he got bankrupt by buying houses that he couldn't afford. Yes. Oh. Let's pull up that article about Nikki's finances. It was a good one. Let's not. Oh, well... I don't want to dwell on the man's personal life, you know? This, <laughs> this is, is about... Oh, yeah, this you is, did, this is about no, his you art. Did say, you did say this is about his art. It is written in our um, website. Damn. I also... It's I also, our mission also, statement. My fun no. fact tonight during my audition was to everybody watching... Uh, I I co-own a Nick Cage podcast, and they're like, "What?" And so I gave them the uh, the URL, and I told them about what we do, and so hopefully we got some new listeners coming soon. Woo. Hey guys! <laughs> guys, uh, if you're listening, Connor's making some really cool faces right now. <laughs> so like, j- just laugh knowing that it's funny. <laughs> Pretend you're in on it. No, they are in on it. They just can't see it. Yeah, they're around. Let's <laughs> start having a live studio audience. <laughs> Katie wanted to be our live studio audience. Yes, it autumn, and I said no both times. We're not ready for a crowd. We're never gonna be. This this is an us thing. That's why podcasts are just for one, two, three people. You could have just said Was three. that you <laughs> saying one, two, three? Or one to three? The first one. Okay. Okay. <laughs> that was a weird way to put it. Yeah, no, you could have saved yourself. Said the second one. Like, well, oh, yeah, that's normal. You know, you know, I saved myself by saying one, two, three, because I initially said the wrong thing by saying podcasts are just for one person. 
That's what I was going to say. <laughs> so I stopped myself and tried to add on to it and make it better. But apparently I didn't. Those guys just kept on braiding me. <laughs> kept on braiding you? Look at my hair. <laughs> nah, for those of you at home. It's braided now. Connor has some really cool hair. <laughs> we call him Fro. Nice high five. <laughs> Connor just high-fived himself. Okay, not only... That's not possible. That was a reference to two things. That was a reference to a podcast that you'll never hear because it stopped recording, and it was a reference to another podcast <laughs> that you'll also never hear because it stopped recording, in which we joked about the fact that you'd never hear the first podcast <laughs> because it stopped recording. Fucking... Now Nick Cage is reading the plate number of the This is Paul car Schrader's that he's far- never fault. seen. Everything is. Paul Schrader was the guy who directed the movie of the podcast that we review that you'll never see. Fuck you, Paul Schrader. Never hear, should I say. All right, then the Russians start making out for some reason because, like, oh, this might be our final stand, and then they're like, blah, 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 and it's like, we don't need that. It's like, do your job. Yeah, no, we completely <laughs> ignored the Russian backstory the first time we watched this. I remember vividly yeah, we you at one just... point saying, like, yeah, they have, they have their own little story that's just kind of there. <laughs> <laughs> Because they flash to them and like with sniper rifles in the forest. I'm like, all right, well they're there, so it's like whatever. I mean, I'm sure they're doing something bad, but they're trying to blow up LA. <gasps> <laughs> Just <getting this> now, halfway <laughs> through the second viewing, <laughs> it'd still be better than her for getting the entire setup. Briefly. Wait, Nick Cage can see into the future. <laughs> it's okay. It's been a long day. Everybody makes mistakes. Everybody has. Everybody has those days. Everybody has those days. Everybody has it. What's that song? Everybody knows what. What I'm talking about. Everybody gets that way. Oh yeah. Everybody knows. Sometimes we're in a jam. I figure out a plan. Yep. It might be crazy. I do it anyway. I'm still completely lost. This is Miley Cyrus, right? I figure out a plan. Hannah Montana. Okay. Oh, thank you. I didn't know who you were talking about. I'm dying up and so this last 30 minutes uh christian didn't really enjoy because it turned into like an action thriller it looks more like zero dark 30 rather than wait wait, wait okay, okay we, we, we gotta say a couple things here first of all is zero dark 30 your definition of like a big action movie i mean there are a lot of guns and there are a lot of people with guns that was like a tight drama about killing bin laden that happened to have action this is like wait die hard killing bin laden zero dark 30 did Who you see zero dark 30 <laughs> Because I didn't. I did. Oh. So can someone fill me in? <laughs> you know, I was going to make that reference when we first watched the movie and say, like, this is just like when Julianne Moore was in Zero Dark Thirty. But I know Julianne Moore was not in Zero no. Dark Thirty, so I didn't say my thing. There we, Jessica Chastain was, who Jessica, looks like Julianne Moore. That's what I... That, think, I mixed them up. Okay. Ju- yeah, so, Jessica Chastain. They like a little Jessica bit. They're, they're both redheads. That, that is it. Yeah, but, but different... Like, Julianne's, Julianne Moore's hair is much darker. No, I agree. I said that there is... Very little similarities there. But there are some. Well, Jessica, Julianne, Moore, Chastain. (laughs) If you actually, if you rearrange the letters in uh, Jessica Chastain, you get Charlize Theron, which also was in Basic Instinct. 
What? No, <laughs> no wait. Ah! I mix up. I miss Sharon Stone. Sharon Stone and Charlize Theron. I always get mixed up because my dad has a crush on both of them. Oh, sorry, Dad. No, it's okay because his mom is Sharon Stone. <laughs> so, it's, but it's also yeah, my weird dad's you, mom. But it's still weird that you get her mixed up with. <laughs> you get your, I get my mom mixed up with with uh, Charlize Theron. Charlize Theron. <laughs> All right, we basically neglected this last half of the movie. It's not it's worth like, talking about. It's not about. worth it. It's like, I mean, it's cool because Nick Cage is also seeing where people are gonna be soon. And so he, like, taps uh, Jessica Chastain on the shoulder. Julianne Moore. (laughs) All right, yeah, Julianne Moore on the shoulder, like, where where people are going to be and where she should shoot and whatever. It's like, oh, don't don't go that way. Go this way. Ha-ha. And then, like, push in different directions. Then there's this one scene that comes up where he splits different directions. Like, we find out that... Uh, Nick Cage can be like Eminem in his Slim Shady video, and there can be multiple of him just walking around he, at the same time. Yeah, he explores the two minutes in the future through like maybe like fourteen different yeah fourteen iterations of himself eyes, so he can see all possible outcomes, which is pretty neat. It is. No, this movie is one of the things where the coolest thing about it is the premise and the skill that Nick has. So you, you, the actual plot about Ellie being blown up, you really don't need to know. Okay, so here, oh my god, Nick got shot. He's dead. No. no. He was seeing the future. What? Look at the way it's been recording. Is that good or bad? I. It's not good. Oh. But it's recording nonetheless. Yeah, it's better than what we usually get. Jesus. All right, well, let's hope you guys can hear the rest of this. Um, so Nicolas Cage goes three different, or 14 different directions, and it they, they pan out on a shot which looks like M.C. Escher's um, famous stair painting or whatever where, like, people are walking upside down through different places, but they're all Nick Cage. Fun fact. And I love it. You make more M.C. Escher references than anybody I know. I uh, made it twice, and they were both to this movie, Well, no, Christian. no, no, because you're forgetting one of my first experiences with you was when we were hanging out last year. <laughs> I don't know why I remember this. Uh, we were, like, just... We were doing some game where we kept singing the song Under Pressure by Queen and David Bowie and, like, changing the... <laughs> the, the we're, MC Escher. Well, no, 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 even better. We were t- you were, like, talking about, yeah, the other day I oh. went into an art museum and there was, like, a lot of Picassos and there was a lot of Van Goghs, but then you pulled out your computer, went to the Wikipedia page for MC Escher, <laughs> turned it around so we could all see it in case someone in the room didn't know that painting and then said, and then none go- were Escher. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, damn, I'm funny. Um... <laughs> Even a blind squirrel gets the occasional nut. That's gross. <laughs> Are you saying I don't get laid, Christian? <laughs> Are you calling him a blind squirrel? Yo, what, okay, what would be worse? All right, wait. This scene we have to talk about because yeah. Nick Cage just walked forward where the <laughs> Russian guy had, like, Jessica Biel trapped, and he had a gun pointed at Nick, and so Nick started walking forward, but in these different ways... And the guy just kept shooting his bullets as if to kill Nick 14 different times. But then the one Nick came forward and he was like, hi, you didn't kill me because there were like different people. And also, that guy should not be able to see these versions of Nick. And Nick. here's where it comes. I don't think he here's, can. Here's the, no, no, yeah. Guys, here's the part. Nick is like, we made a mistake. It's all, it's all happening. LA still explodes. The whole thing. They all die. The, they didn't stop the bomb <gasps> because none of it happened. <laughs> 
We should tell because you. Because they woke up. Ugh. Yeah, we should also, this is not made clear. Nick can only see two minutes into the future unless it involves Jessica Biel's character. Then he can see. No, 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 no. Yes. No, that's mi- what he says. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. He can only see two minutes this. into the future unless he's with Jessica Biel. Are you kidding me? Yeah. yeah. No, 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 we're not kidding. This I would have <laughs> guessed that way sooner if I knew that. Shoot. <laughs> I mean, at, at first, when we started watching the movie, I was like, the twist is probably going to be something stupid that, like, none of this is real and the beginning of the movie just didn't happen or something. And then they, like, back up, like, Bob Newhart's ending of his show, like, oh, it was just a dream. But no, it was really that, except right after Nick and Jessica slept together, he woke up, and then nothing after that was real. So we just find this out now, and they did a friggin' cop-out. Imagine (sighs) spending $78 million on this twist. Like, you you read this script and say, this is so good, I want to put... Okay, I'm upset. I knew this was coming, and I'm still upset. He didn't even get to be on TV. <laughs> By the way, hey, did you know, guys, that Nick Cage was paid $20 million to appear in Snake Eyes? Oh, my God. That was... That's like 50% of this movie's budget <laughs> of $70,000. Wait, wait, we've never done the math. How many silencers could he have bought with his Snake Eyes oh, of course. salary? How many silencers? Silencers cost, on average, around $650. All right. Two million dollars was given to Nick Cage. Twenty million dollars was given to Nick Cage, and he could have bought thirty thousand seven hundred and sixty-nine silence or seven hundred sixty-eight. Sixty-nine. No, sixty-nine. Oh yeah, yeah. My bad. Thirty thousand seven hundred and sixty-nine silence. And the movie's over. (laughs) Oh yeah. By the way, movie's over. Yeah, and so it just ends with like him talking to Julianne Moore and being like. All right, well, I'll help you. And we don't get to see the but end. But the girl stays out of it. Yeah, and that's it. The end. Next. That's I'm it. Upset. Yeah. Oh, that's the name of the movie. Yeah. Ha! <laughs> next, this has been we're going to watch. Next. We don't know what we're going to watch yet. Oh, sad. You'll just have to tune in. No, not sad. That's not a Nick Cage film. Boom. Let's end on a high note. That was the pick. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Which like, we all just woke up. None of this happened. <laughs> I think the twist of this one is going to be like, even though I see all of our progress being made on GarageBand, it's not going to have recorded. So yeah. let's watch this twist unfold and the third night in a row be ruined for us. <laughs> Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. This has been The Picnic. Uh, check out www.nicholascagefilms.com. They were already there if they listened to this. Not necessarily. No, she could have put it on Twitter. We're also on SoundCloud. Love you. Miss you. Bye. Sweet dreams. <laughs>